0: the hey guys, it's Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter for the Indie Mayhem Show. Eamon, it's episode 75. Holy crap, my co-host Eamon joining me from Corpus Christi, Texas. Myself, I'm in Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, how you doing, Eamon? Good. There's been a lot of episodes, Sork. I can't but. believe that. Um, they, they keep creeping up on us, too. We got to do something special for the two year coming up here. Uh, but, anyways, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, I, I keep missing my anniversary for all the podcasts, so make sure you hold me to that. Uh, but, anyways, oh. <laughs> this is, we talk with uh, our weekly interview and kind of indie wrestling discussion series, taking it away from the other show where we're talking about John Cena and whatever crazy crap's happening on TV and uh, talking about something a little bit that we're involved, at least, you know, kind of transitionally here on the. On on the sidelines here with production and such, and uh, and and, and kind of hoping to get you guys into supporting indie wrestling and, and finding out what's going on with the people out there. Uh, so please go check us out and the other shows that we're doing at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, you can find uh, links and everything for the podcast feed, video feed, uh, as well as social media at MayhemShow Show on the Twitter and all over on the Facebooks and the in the, and the, 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 the uh, Google Plus and all kinds of stuff. Uh, you can also drop us a line. Let us know who you think we should be talking to, talking to or if you get line we're announcing who we're talking to this week and you ask questions at 412-206-WMS0 for the hotline or the email address times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com and of course like I say, you can join us here live at live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com about 11 p.m eastern time you can do the math on the time zones so with us this week um somebody i've had the pleasure to see uh a few times over the last year actually uh here in the uh western pa area uh it's um, uh it's uh, Mary Elizabeth Munro joining us tonight. How you doing?
1: Hi. How are you?
0: All right. All right. Thanks for joining us on the on the Indie Mayhem show. Uh, so first of all, like I say, we, we we're kind of you know uh, kind of want to show the positive side, I guess, of indie uh, wrestling and showing. Everybody's really a fan, right? Uh, what was kind of your first exposure to well, pro wrestling in general?
1: Um, I really. Was not raised with wrestling um, for a couple of reasons. When I, I remember when I was really little, uh, sometimes it would be on TV like before we would leave for church, mm. and then that was when they had like the Sunday heat, and it was on just regular TV. And it didn't take long before my mom saw that, and she said we were not allowed to watch that anymore. Okay. And not long after that, it wasn't even available on anything other than cable, and I never had cable, so um i just i was not exposed to it really at all and then i was working i was um when i was a, older i was a waitress and i was also singing in a rock band and i invited the people i worked with to one of our shows and one of the waiters said i will come see your band if you get your band to come see me wrestle and i said okay that's you know whatever it sounds interesting so my guitarist And my, one of my close girlfriends and I all went to see this wrestling show, which happened to be Heartland Wrestling Association, um, which not long before that had been a developmental territory for the WWE. And this was 15 minutes from where I grew up my whole life. And I didn't even have any idea. I didn't know anything about it. So, um, that was, an interesting revelation to realize that that had been just right down the road from me. But that first show, I remember watching it and just, I, I mean, before the show was over, I was telling my friends, I'm going to do this. And I think they didn't really take me that seriously. They were like, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. You know? And, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't know if they, they really realized that I, I had made that decision right there, and um, it took me a few months, I would say, to um, be able to kind of get the information I needed to kind of find out who to talk to and where to go to get trained, and I finally was able to start training there, and um, that was where you know, I, I first started training and, and got to do my first wrestling matches. Um. And then you know I I never stopped I just, I, I couldn't I can't I love it so.
0: <laughs> so that's interesting. So what was it about? Was it was it something about the in person that you got to see an indie show versus just kind of catching it on TV? Obviously, you hadn't been a while since you've seen the TV part. Of course, um, like was it that kind of in person thing?
1: I don't know if it had anything to do with in person because you know, like I said, I didn't have. Any exposure to it
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it very well may have been part of it because my background is um, definitely athletics um, in particular softball i've I've played I've coached I've um, you know always been been very active in softball and I've played a number of other sports but I was also very involved in theater and I actually went to college for musical theater, and also played softball in college. So those were like my two main things. And when I went to see the show, I I could see everything that I loved to do all just rolled into one. And um, in high school in particular, and as well as in college, I had had issues with the athletic director and the theater director both wanting... of my time and, you know, they weren't really willing to compromise, which was a really huge problem for me because I didn't want to choose between either of them. I loved both so much. So when I was able to see this independent wrestling show and I could see that there are these characters and they're being competitive and they're athletic um, and they're pushing themselves, but they're also interacting with the crowd, um, with a live audience, which is what I I love about live theater. Um, it was just the first time I had found and seen something that appealed to everything that I loved and that I was good at and wanted to do, where mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to choose between them.
0: Excellent. Excellent. We're showing a little bit of a, a match we found on YouTube here for the videos of uh, people watching uh, you against a Rebel uh, uh, here. And, and, and I always uh, let's say I saw you first at uh, V.O.W.'s first Queen of the Ring about a year ago. And, of course, this year's and uh, even uh, working with you, um, you know, working cameras over at R.W.A. Uh, in the fall, I believe it was. And uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're definitely um, you come out as you come out as an unapologetically uh, positive person, it seems, coming out to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> um that definitely struck me but but and as as we're seeing a little bit in this footage uh, uh you get you get pretty serious in there too. Um so like what's kind of uh how do you come across like who you are in the ring?
1: I don't know if I understand.
0: Uh, well, like uh, what, what's kind of your approach to like how much of that is just kind of you in there turned up a bit?
1: I mean it is me. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a manufactured Character, um, you know anybody who knows me knows that I am positive and passionate, but I'm also extremely competitive, in particular with myself. And um, when I'm in the ring, that's that's when I go to work. Mm-hmm. And you know I I'm not only competing with my opponent, but I'm competing with myself to do better than last time. And to do, you know, the best I can and to push myself, um, to, to be able to successfully complete, you know, maneuvers and things that, um, you know, one, one time I may have never thought I could do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's me, it's all me. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, I, it's like, I, I, I love interacting with the crowd. I, I like interacting with my opponents and everybody involved, And uh, I mean, that's even how I am when I play softball, you know, I'll interact with even the opponents kind of, you know, joke and everything. But when it's time to go and when it's time for me to make an out or when it's time for me to hit the ball, I'm not playing around. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's,
0: that's me. You, you mentioned the interactivity with the with the with the fans. Um, you're definitely one of those people you know, on the video side. We love when somebody like kind of knows there's a camera there and plays to the camera and looks at it. Like I know you. Well, you're blowing a kiss to the camera. You're blowing a kiss to the fans. Um, uh, the first night I saw you, you really stuck out because uh, for whatever reason, I think you were maybe second, third match in, and then the crowd was not really into it that that I could tell. <laughs> and just you came out, and I I, I think. I think you weren't a good guy that night, if I recall correctly. And uh, but right away, you got the crowd yelling at you. You were interacting with them. You were blowing that kiss, and and you got people. Um, can you speak a little bit about that and and a little bit more? Um, because I mean, it seems like I don't want to say you were the only one that got that that night, um, but you were definitely one of them that 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 really kind of made that flow a bit more.
1: Um, I think that. You are right that I'm not necessarily the only one that got that, but I'm the only one I would I think it's safe to say that had to go out there and pull it out of the people
2: mm-hmm. because
1: mm-hmm. part of um, what was really interesting with that show and that match is that nobody there really knew who I was. right And not only did they not know who I was, but I got the feeling that a lot of people in that crowd held the opinion that if they hadn't heard of me that I wasn't any good. So they had already formed an opinion that since I hadn't, you know, been on these big women's shows that they were familiar with, that they just they weren't interested. So there while there were other girls that were able to get that kind of reaction that I did, they they didn't have to come out and work for it the way I did. They already had some familiarity. Um, so it was, it was a really interesting position for me. And it, it was kind of, <laughs> it, like I said, I'm very competitive. So I was totally like challenge accepted. You, you want to, you know, pretend like you know what I have to offer. And, you know, I knew that they were wrong. So, um, you know, I went out there and, and I kind of had that chip on my shoulder. And I was like, all right, you know, you, you don't know who I am. And you think that means something while I'm here to tell you otherwise. And um, by the end of that match, you know, as much as they hated me, they loved to hate me. And they really, I, I think they were saying, you know, please come back, you know, before before I was done. And they, you know, kind of, um, I think I made my point by the time the match was over And I'm pretty sure I lost the match too, but they, you know, they were still applauding me, um, as, as far as giving me that respect that they, they realized like, oh, you know what? Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. This,
1: this girl actually knows what she's doing and, um, you know, can go.
0: Certainly. Certainly. Um, and of course, into to, uh, again, I was, I was glad I was there to uh, check it out uh, uh, here this past year, uh, winning uh, Queen of the Ring with the Vicious Outcast Wrestling Group uh, down here, just, just a little bit south of Pittsburgh uh, in the area um so I, what was that like you know this is i always thought it was interesting that's why i went to that show last year and i think that was just the second vow show i had the opportunity yeah. to attend um you know that in that case for the most part being all women's show you know definitely a big women's showcase uh for this last year's uh tournament um seemingly the only one really given a big 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 chance uh to women's wrestling in the area for the most part um but uh you know, how important is it that, that there is that kind of women's re- wrestling showcase like VOW is doing?
1: Uh, I think it's important in a way for me and for the other women, not only because it gives us a platform, but it gives us a chance to network with each other. Mm-hmm. And that is huge because that's how we get to go work with each other elsewhere. So the fact that we get to all be in the same place kind of meet each other, um, and watch each other in the ring. Um, that's, that's how, you know, we, we get those opportunities, um, because there, are, there are a lot of places that I think either don't want women's wrestling or they've been burned before and they've had bad experiences. Um, so they, you know, they're, they're very, um, kind of hesitant to to book a women's match. And if the local woman can say, hey, you know what? I was on a show with this girl and, you know, she, she really works hard. She, you know, this, this, and this and whatever it is that are those positive qualities. And that gives us a chance to, you know, be able to kind of feel each other out and vouch for each other. And when I can do that, then that gives me opportunities to work. Because mm-hmm. if I'm somewhere um I, a lot of times I'll have you know promoters say well we don't you know, have girls here or we don't you know know what girls are in the area can you suggest someone and if I can't come up with someone that I can have a good match with
0: mm-hmm. then
1: I may not get to have a match but when I can say I've seen this girl in the ring and I've not only seen her in the ring but I've seen her in the locker room and I know how she conducts herself then I can feel comfortable and confident recommending certain women. Certainly. And and that's I think one of the biggest thing things that I get out of this vicious outcast wrestling um situation is that I, I get in contact with all these women that that I otherwise wouldn't ever have gotten to know
0: certainly I, I definitely don't see um um as many uh, women's wrestlers hanging out in the locker room with their boots ready to go just in case somebody you know doesn't make a show right um it, at least that the, from my perspective, maybe I'm wrong there uh from shows that you're on um but yeah it's certainly it's certainly really good to see that um so uh from there, you know, I didn't realize um that you had a tough enough video out i just i just came across actually okay. <laughs> can you talk a little bit about that I, did you no, the, uh, as we're recording this of course tough enough season just began tonight i haven't even had an opportunity since we've been recording all night of course talked about on wrestling mayhem show this week um uh, did you one did you get a chance to watch the show or uh, uh, maybe anything else or any part of the process that you'd like to share uh, uh from that uh, maybe you, how, how was your competition if you've seen a lot of the other videos <laughs>
1: Um, I have not seen a lot of the other videos. Uh, I did look up a few online.
0: Mm-hmm. There were
1: there, there was such a wide variety. There were some that were very compelling and really interesting, and there were some that it, were not, um, you know, and, and good for anybody who mm-hmm. you know went for it. But you know, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that there weren't some that just needed some work, but mm. we all start somewhere. So um, I have not really seen other than um, clips here and there on um, like people post little clips on Twitter and things. I've seen a little bit of that, um, partly just because I've been following a couple of my friends that were in the top 30. I think both of them were in the top 30, um, but I, I do not have cable or internet. So all of my <laughs> internet, Um, is on my phone. Um, But I, uh, I mean, I did not necessarily plan on submitting an application and at the last minute I thought, you know what, if I don't do this, then, um, you know, I can't, I can't say that I really tried everything and that, you know, that would be my fault. And you know, it, it still was my fault that I did submit my video at the very last minute. Because um, at that point, even though I know, you know, had they been totally wowed, I, I think you know, any anything before the deadline would have been an option. I know that a lot of the interview process and and follow ups, as far as the production went, had already been taking place for a while. So, um, you know, I that's kind of lesson learned. There is that I I need to just um, go for it when there is an opportunity and and usually I do and and there are a lot of things where I I do that but that was one that um, I hesitated so mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah you know, not who knows if they would have selected me or not but um, I definitely did cut down my chances by doing that so
0: maybe season well, what were we up to six five something like that <laughs> maybe season. <six. laughs> Maybe season uh, insert number here. So (laughs) I hope it's not another four years or whatever it was between uh, seasons as well. So, um. yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, so so I want to ask a couple, uh, we have a few questions here, kind of get to know your questions here uh, on the way out. Uh, you as a wrestler, of course, not anything weird personal, unless it gets that way, I don't know. Um, but first of all, and this might be a weird one for you to answer, because you just, uh, you know, you don't have cable, you don't have internet. But we like to ask, and we're kind of curious, what are you watching as far as wrestling, whether for your own entertainment, for studying, for just being part of the business? Uh, or What's kind of got your attention right now?
1: Um... Oh my goodness! Um, I mean, I'm, I definitely uh, try to watch, you know, as much of the kind of ring of honor product that I can. I, you know, if I if I hear like you know, hey, show and so had a really good match on NXT or Raw, mm-hmm. you know, I'll go look those up. Um, right now, I've got a stack of DVDs um, that I have been and will be watching. Um, I've got the. Ricky Steamboat set, I've got the Nigel McGinnis set, um, I've got an NWA DVD here, um, well, WCW, Chris Jericho, I've got a um, Delirious from nice. Ring of Honor set, so I'm, you know, kind of try to watch a variety of, um, you know, some really good wrestlers, and um, I also... Like to try to watch um and part part of this is because my my trainer um, is able to pick out some really good matches because um, I'm training with Les Thatcher. um so we were watching um, a, an old um, Pat O'Connor match, and he'll you know he can he can pick out some really great matches that that I can learn a lot from so i've watched watched some of those and um, we'll find them on YouTube and things. and then um, I did just recently watch a couple of the DVD sets um from the AIW Girls Night Out shows in Cleveland. Cool. Um I have the 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 three sets um from the shows that I performed on. So I w- I was actually on the first Girls Night Out and I watched that match and <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have come a long way. So I, you know, I can pat myself (laughs) on the back, but watching that was just like, wow, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I can't, I mean, I can't even believe that that was, you know, acceptable, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Um, I mean, I, you know, I was still learning and it was, but it's just, I guess you don't realize how far you've come until you look back on something like that. So just um, some of the things that, just didn't, didn't make sense to me or didn't, um, I wasn't executing moves as well as I Mm -hmm. do now. Um, I mean, it's, it's no secret. I I know a lot of people, anyone that's either followed me or has, you know, even just now discovered me and and looked up anything from my past can see that I have worked very, very hard on my physique. Um, and I've come a very long way. And, And sometimes I I get frustrated, and I don't think that um, whether it's my physique and fitness, or it's my in-ring performance, or you know my promo abilities, any of that, you know, I I don't I don't feel like I'm getting the results or the progress that I want. But when I can look back on on something, then I can really see like, wow, I'm I've I've made some great strides. So, and I'm and I'm still going. I'm always, you know, like I said, I'm training with less factor three times a week. Um, and I've got a lot of other really great mentors, um, as resources that I either, um, work with or can just, you know, talk with or send, um, matches and promos and things. So, um, I'm always, always working on improving.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now, this, this is kind of a double-ended question here. You can take it as however you want. We've heard a lot of varieties of answers. Some people get on their soapbox on this one. What is the best and the worst thing about working in indie wrestling uh, so far in your career?
1: Um, one, of, one answer kind of answers both. Um, I have met some of the best, best people in my life through wrestling, and I have met the absolute worst people. Um, and everybody I've met through wrestling really are people that I, I never would have crossed paths with had it not been for wrestling. So it definitely brings together just a cross-section of all kinds of different people from different backgrounds. And that is really, I think, amazing and wonderful. Um, and I've seen it do just amazing things for a lot of people. Um, I have one friend who, um, he has himself said that he was really unhappy and, um, just with his life and his job and everything. And he kind of discovered indie wrestling. And, um, I feel like I, I think he's just really come out of his shell. He's made a lot of friends, um, you know, by by just coming to shows and and meeting people and getting to kind of, I mean, maybe be more comfortable in his own skin, I don't know. But, you know, that's somebody that I never would have ever come into contact with had it not been for wrestling. Um, So uh, that kind of, in a way, answers both. Um, But another amazing thing about wrestling is It's an opportunity for me to really push myself and, like I said, be really competitive with myself, but by doing that, I have been able to um, inspire other people, and that is something that's, that's really important to me, and one of the biggest compliments I ever get is, you know, when somebody says that I inspired them to do something, you know, to do better, for themselves and for their lives. Um, so, I mean, there are definitely some really amazing, positive things about wrestling. Um, and I, I guess I would just go with the, the negative is that while there are amazing people in wrestling, just like in any part of life, you meet some really awful people too. So you just have mm-hmm. to always be aware and um, surround yourself with those really great people And, um, you know, not let the negative people drag you down because that, that's, you know, I've seen people get just kind of dragged in and pulled into, um, a lot of negativity to the point where, um, you know, some people have allowed it to affect their entire lives. And, and I've seen some people that turned it around and some people that didn't. So, you know, there's, there's definitely, um, uh, two to extremes, I guess.
0: Mm. And it's such a shame, too, because it really, like, in the long run, like, this is supposed to be a fun thing, right? And you know, I feel like... Too- and I
1: think overall it is. Yeah. And I, I think that the negativity and the negative people really are the minority. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because they, they can't really survive because the people that are working hard and are positive just... They, they get to a point where they, they aren't going to put up with it and they don't allow it. And um, I know myself in particular, there are certain people that I just won't work with them because they just are so negative and bad influence and they treat people badly and I just won't be associated with them. So, you know, if, if enough people who are, you know, really talented and, um, you know, people that I guess are, um, would be a positive asset to a show, I guess, if if enough of those people, you know, start to, um, you know, kind of make those kinds of decisions and they value themselves more than to be on a show that is, is going to perpetuate that negativity, then those people, Either, um, certain people will get removed or the, um, I, the company or the group as a whole isn't really going to get a chance to grow if, if not, um, if not totally kind of get just dis- dispersed, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. I got one more question kind of off the script a little bit, but I did notice you were trained by Jimmy, Jimmy Yang. Is that correct?
1: He, he was one of my trainers. Okay. Um, it was, it was that the question. Or was no, 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 answer? no, no,
0: no. That's the lead in. That's the lead in because I keep hearing about this from our friend Joe Dabrowski every time I go to a wrestling show with him. Uh, but are, are, are you aware and, and have you seen or experienced the, uh, Jimmy Wang Yang's redneck party bus that I hear so much about?
1: I, I am. And there's also a princess bus.
0: I, okay, okay, that was the next question. Because uh, <laughs> this is uh, legendary, and I'm trying to figure out a way, I, actually, I, I think there might be an opportunity for me to go to Cincinnati and experience this. Um, yeah. Please, I, I don't think we talked about this on the show. Can you tell us about the party bus? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I haven't partied on the party bus okay. myself. <laughs> um, but I've seen it, and I know that, you know, I, I mean, I know Jimmy and used He's a fun dude. So, you know, if you can be in a camouflage bus with, you know, (laughs) duct tape letters on the side driven by the Korean cowboys, and
0: that sounds like a party to me, right? (laughs) As if, as if, like, his WWE career, as everybody knows it, wasn't crazy enough. uh, There's this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's amazing. This is one of those. And
1: I I mean, I think it's awesome because it (laughs) it really is something that. you know, he, he realized that that was something that there was a need for it and, um, you know, he's been doing great with it and that, you know, something that, um, that fits, fits his personality and his lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. you know, he can kind of schedule his life the way he wants to. Um, so, I mean, I think it's awesome and it's, you know, he, it, being able to do something that, um, has that kind of longevity, you know is when when a lot of people kinda maybe take take a different turn in their career and then they don't know what to do but i he's he's really found a niche and is is growing so
0: it's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks a lot. Thank you for indulging me for that one. Mary, Liz, <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Monroe, she's uh, she's all over the place. Uh, we got a couple of uh, her matches over at PittsburghWrestling.com with vicious Outcast Wrestling and the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Some real good stuff over there. Uh, tell me, where are you on social media? If people want to learn more about you, find out when you're coming up. If you want to plug a couple of shows. Uh, of course, AIW Wrestling, you're up there as well. Uh, please go check out their of friends of the show uh, and such as well. But, uh, but, uh, but the floor to you. Uh, Uh, Where can people find you out there?
1: Uh, Okay, so my Twitter is at Wrestler M-E-M, and that is also my Instagram. And then I have two places you can find me on Facebook, um, because I have, uh, I think, reached the maximum friends I can have on my no.
0: Oh, no, you're in in that club.
1: Um, (laughs) So I've got a lot of friends and followers on there. That one is Facebook.com backslash wrestler Mary Elizabeth.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And then the fan page would be backslash wrestler M E M. So if you can remember wrestler M E M, you'll you'll be able to find me all over the place. Um and I try to keep everything kind of up to date. Um I'm still getting used to having the fan page. So (laughs) um but my my other profile is public so anybody can follow it and still see, you know, anything that I post. Um so I, I try to, as I get posters or get dates for shows and everything, um, get that up there. Um, think. Okay, so July 7th actually is a really cool show that I'm excited about. Um, you were talking about you know, the, the benefits of um, kind of what, what VOW is doing for women's wrestling. July 7th, in a different area, I'll be down in New Albany, Indiana, which is um, near Louisville, Kentucky, if people are more familiar with that area, uh, for Strictly Insane Pro Wrestling, and um, we do a girl fight show mm-hmm. that is a women's roster, um, and we're going to have, I'm I'm going to be facing Miss Dyslexia, nice. which I am so excited for, um, we've got, I think... Um, Leva Bates, Mary Dobson, Lucisto, Darcy Dixon, um, Samantha Heights, Heather Owens. Um, I think that might be everybody, but it's so it's, it's a really, really cool show and a really great locker room, um, and you know another opportunity for all all of us women to you know work together and you know keep networking and everything. And then, um, for people that are in the Indiana, Illinois kind of area, I will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana, July 25th for Heroes and Legends. Mm. Um, actually that weekend is, is going to be a big weekend for me because July 23rd at 11:59 PM, I will be, um, working for Juggalo Championship Wrestling at the Gathering in oh. Thornville, Ohio. Nice. And that will be my first gathering. I've worked for <laughs> JCW, um, Last I think December, but this will be my first
0: are, gathering. Are you are you are you ready to wrestle at about three in the morning?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm going to be like, can I go first? Because then on mm-hmm. the 24th, the following day, I will be um, working for. Um, I, I'll be doing a show in Louisville, Kentucky, with wow. Ohio Valley Wrestling, and then. July 25th. So Saturday is when I will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana for heroes and legends. And they're doing their fan fest and show. So I'm actually going to have to leave Cincinnati at like seven or 8 AM wow. to get out there. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's going to be a, a, an exhausting, but fun weekend.
2: Wow. Yeah, uh, and I, then
1: I, I'll definitely August, um, I think August eighth I will be at NWA Smoky and then August fourteenth I will be back up at um Absolute Intense Wrestling in Cleveland for uh their Battle of the Sexes show. So that's gonna be awesome. Um it'll be an opportunity, you know, still to work with a, a lot of the other women but um, you know, to get a crack at the men and kinda <laughs> show them what the women have to offer
0: yeah there's a lot of noise coming out of last year's uh show. I understand A lot of yes. documentaries and such so um.
1: yeah, so I mean that's gonna be really awesome i'm I'm very excited to be a part of that I, I've been fortunate this year. there are a few things that um, i've I've been I've become aware of and seen things and said, Oh my gosh, I would love to be a part of that. And then I get contacted and I do get to be a part of it. So that's one of them. Another one was old wrestling, which is also in the Cleveland area um, where I had seen kind of some, some information about the kinds of shows they were putting on. And I thought, Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. I want to be a part of it. And then I got contacted and, and I was able to work for
0: them recently so, believe you, yeah. I believe you got
2: to be uh the bearded lady on that show as well. So I <laughs> was. <a little> <laughs> um,
0: role. okay. I, I missed the question because I was gonna ask if you're gonna grow a creepy mustache like Gregory Iron and Zach Gowan did for the show. Uh but uh there you go. I guess so.
1: <laughs> I'm like, oh I like to be different, so no mustache. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's that's what makes me different. Is, that's what makes it no mustache.
0: That makes that's what makes it creep uh less creepy than what, the, what how, how they were looking on that one. I was just like
1: Right. Yeah. It was like, I, I mean, I for one was pretty impressed with how good I looked with the beard. (laughs) I I mean, I thought I kind of, I thought I pulled it off. I was like, actually this kind of, all right.
0: Amazing. Doesn't look bad. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for uh, 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 sticking around with us on the Indie Mayhem show tonight, Mary. Uh, I look forward to seeing you again uh, uh, in the area somewhere. Hope you survive the gathering. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, I'll <laughs> definitely be back because I'm not going right. to pull that, the shenanigans like last year where, you mm-hmm. know, somebody won the, won the crown and then never came back to cash it in. I'm going to come back, I'm going to cash it in and I'm going to win the title. That's right. So I, you know. So You'll keep, get your chance to see me, I guarantee.
0: Keep an eye out on uh, Vicious Outcast Wrestling on uh, the social medias and vis- uh, ViciousOutcastWrestling.com. Find out when she's coming back, or will it be a surprise? Yeah. Will, will it be Seth Rollins this oh, time? I don't know. Mm, you never know. She could pop I'm, up I'm any coming, show. I'm
1: coming for that belt. You're so just gonna I don't have, care who's wearing it, I'm coming for it. There you go. It. You're
0: just going to have to go to all of their shows if you're in the area, or travel. Get your butt in the car. Exactly. And just in case. I could
1: just turn up any time.
0: That's right. That's right. And, uh, and don't
1: leave early. Don't leave the shows early either, because you never <laughs> Now.
0: Well, leaves early. Yeah, paid the money. Go, go see all the wrestling show. Anyways. I know. Get, get there early and stay late, and don't miss anything. Beating traffic is not an excuse for an indie wrestling show. <laughs> no, and
1: and you know what? They have bathrooms. They have hot dogs. There's really no reason. You ever have they to? Got leave. Games, they, have they got arcade games. Everything you need.
0: Exactly. Exactly. She could. She could. <laughs> she could be hiding behind a Terminator machine. You don't know. You have no idea. I
1: know. You know what? <laughs> People should just start bringing their sleeping bags to the shows. I. I mean.
0: Make it happen. Make it happen. Don't
2: miss a second. <laughs> All
0: right. Thanks so much. Now, Eamon, we're going to talk about uh, strangely some more indie wrestling.
2: That's right, Sork. Uh, it's time to uh, go into some of the stuff that happened in indie wrestling this week. Uh, particularly for some of us, including, for more particularly me, I don't know why I got on that tangent. Uh, Inspired Pro Wrestling happened this past weekend. I kind of want to mention some of that, because uh, I know it sparked some discussion mm-hmm. uh, with the Mayhem Show guys
0: mm-hmm. for Explain a certain Explain again. So, Clash of the Bash, it's kind of, you guys have fun at this, this show. This is our
2: show where we kind of go all out as far yes. as, like, ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. uh it, it's a summer show, so it's definitely. Our, our last time we did Clash of the Bastion was very much beach themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there were beach balls, which we, we kind of gave to the crowd almost like streamers, which probably wasn't a great idea.
0: <laughs> uh, but it was so fun, anyway. Well, we're we're uh, new experiment. That's fine.
2: That's true. That was the birth of the uh, the Captain Tad as well, which. With the know, greatest picture, which has been down. your profile
0: picture for the last year, and it's amazing. It, it's so new. <laughs>
2: It is a great photo. The, the the point when new when new wrestlers come into Inspire Pro and then they, I introduce myself to them and, and they say, "Oh, the guy in the captain's hat," like that's <laughs> kind of scary. I don't know if I like that, but uh, no, uh, this one we were a bit, we took a bit more of a, uh, a uh, I guess um, uh, a Greek toga ish. We, we we called it a uh, wrestling's biggest toga party. Risque? Uh,
0: <laughs> Wait risque. a minute. Wait a minute. So you put yourselves in direct competition with WrestleMania Nine? We did <laughs> uh, at least, at least I, I would say of the last
2: decade, the greatest toga party. Okay. Um, okay.
0: That's fair.
2: I, I'll, I'll go with that then. Uh, no, it was fun. Uh, uh, thank you to everyone that, uh, the, and not everyone did. Cause it's very hard to encourage people and say, Hey, come in a toga. Uh, uh, I, we had to be like, we very much had to be like, you can just pretty much wear a sheet over it and call it a toga and you'll be okay. Um, but no, I went all out for the most part. Uh, uh, going as, as... I don't know if sorry to bring up the picture, but...
0: Uh, uh, oh, I was waiting for tactfully, okay?
2: Yeah, tactfully. Uh, I, I went all out. Uh, there it and, is.
0: There uh, it is. Look at that. If you're on video, this is why you need to be on video.
2: Wait, this is why you need to be at inspired for wrestling, because you get the chance to see my shoulder blades and, and uh, unexposed arms, apparently. You've been working out uh, last year? Look at that. I it was a I need to learn how to tie a token. Actually, no. I someone else tied my toga, and they did a better job than I would have ever done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was uh, the most interesting thing uh, because it's pretty much like like it's like those you know all, that old saying about like how you imagine you're, like you dream about you know you're giving a speech in front of you know hundreds of people or whatever and you're actually naked. Mm-hmm. Like that was the feeling, kind of. But in real life. No, no, no. To everyone watching this, I was wearing something underneath on on my lower end, but uh, yeah, uh, end. <laughs> so worried about having like the like the like falling out. I guess is the best way to put falling it.
0: Falling out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe we it, should had that discussion about double sided tape with Mary on earlier, huh?
2: Yeah, it's a very <laughs> loose sheet, uh, so, <laughs> so you know falling things can out. happen. Uh, but no, it was fun. Uh, it, it, like I said, it's something that we get to try, uh, you know, and, and be a little bit different. It was much harder when I was commentating with friend of the show Keith Lee, and he came out in a full like suit, like like completely dressed out. Like if you've never seen Keith Lee before, it's just like full of swagger, like just like the coolest fucking dude you'll ever find. And I'm wearing like a bedsheet. <laughs> It, it was the weirdest uh, contrast. But no, it was a really fun show. Uh, uh, all that aside, there was some really great wrestling on that show. Um, really, really fun stuff happened. Uh, it, we had a great crowd as well. Uh, uh, I mean, we c- kind of competed with Father's Day, which I know is kind of a a big thing. But I know some people brought their dads to uh, the show, which I think is really good. That's cool. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was a fun show, uh, as always. Uh, uh, Inspire Pro uh, Sundays are always really fun. Um and yeah there was a lot of great stuff uh the next event that we are having is august 9th uh, and that'll be our fade to black event uh that should be a really fun one we already know that andy dolan will be defending the inspire pro championship against absolute ricky starks and that's sure to be uh, a spectacular one so there's some uh, good stuff coming down the pipeline uh for inspire pro wrestling so be sure to check us out
0: awesome awesome Uh, i have nothing